0: Saturday morning. You're listening to High School Sports Saturday right here on 1045 the zone. Glad you're with us. Beautiful Saturday morning out there again today. And what are we going to do? We're going to talk high school football week three in the books. As always, it did not disappoint last night. A lot of games canceled, but we still had a lot of great games last night, a lot of great atmosphere, and we appreciate you being with us for the next hour, hopefully the next two with the coach. College football back today, full slate. Life is good. Something out there you think we need to know about, 615-737-1045. You're on Twitter, give us a follow at Tate Matthews. That way you'll know who the guests are going to be each and every Saturday morning ahead of time. The lineup, the news brought to you by the Diner Nashville. Then we'll get into our guests, Coach Will Kreisky, Riverdale Warrior football, big win last night for the Warriors. Coach Chris Hughes, Fairview Yellow Jackets, big win for the Yellow Jackets last night. And then as always, we'll finish up with the villain Tom Krager of the Tennessean. All right, the news brought to you by the Diner Nashville. As we mentioned, full slate of college football today, some tomorrow. Headed downtown, you know where to go. Make the Diner Nashville your huddle point. Get to the corner of 3rd and Demumbrium. You'll see the six-story building, and you'll know you're in the right place. They've got beautiful balconies on each floor with the best view of downtown anywhere down there. That's worth stopping by there for uh, alone. But when you get in there, you'll know what we're talking about. First floor looks like an old school diner. You'll see the black and white checkerboard tile floor, soda shop style bar, and stunning pasty case to the right. Muffins, cheesecake, lemon squares. They've got sweets, milkshakes, espresso, lattes, everything on that floor. Don't sleep on the California breakfast sandwich if you want something a little heavier. Second floor, sports bar themed space. Double-sided wall of TVs hang over the bar. If the game is on, it's on one of those TVs. Boom, boom, shrimp—the go-to on that floor. Fourth and fifth, the stunning fine dining spaces. Want to be served by a waiter or a waitress? These are the floor. This is these are the floors for you. Sixth floor, seafood floor, oysters, sushi. Best Rockefeller anywhere downtown. The oysters are back. Best selection of oysters anywhere downtown. Best view anywhere downtown on that sixth floor. So make the Diner Nashville your huddle point. Also, if you're looking to plan a private party downtown, go to thediner.com, click on the private party tab along the right side of the screen, and that'll take you to the right place. All right, week three in the books. Let's start with the large school division top or divisions top 10. Number one, Oakland. Last Saturday, before we uh, they after we had gone off air, they defeated Madison Ridgeland Academy, thirty-one to thirteen, on ESPN. Jordan James, one hundred sixty-two rushing yards, two touchdowns on twenty-one carries. Their game last night, they got a COVID win last night versus Stewart Creek. Number two, Summit twenty-seven, Brentwood fourteen. Destin Wade, eighteen rushes, one hundred forty-two yards, three touchdowns. Number three, Lipscomb, COVID win versus Goodpasture. They play next Friday against Pulaski Academy. Number four, CPA, 23, BGA, 6 in a hard-fought game. Dawson Marrero, junior running back for the Lions, 114 rushing yards, one touchdown. Number five, JP, 2, 21, Father Ryan, 14. The Knights get the win in the Bishop's Cup. Kenny Minchie, 11 for 20, 142 yards, two touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. Number six, Riverdale, 49, Blackman, 18. Jamison Holcomb, 13 for 27, 150 yards, three touchdowns. Number seven, Pearl Cone gets the COVID win Thursday night over Hillwood. They play at Creekwood next week. Number eight, Montgomery Bell Academy falls to Macaulay, 31 to 34. Marcel Reed, 16 for 23, 147 yards, one touchdown, from the air, 10 rushes, 92 yards, one touchdown on the ground in the losing effort. Brentwood Academy loses a tough road game to Briarcrest in Memphis last night, 7 to 17. Number 10, Mount Juliet, 42, Hunters Lane, 6. Garrison Lewis, five rushes, 94 yards, one touchdown for the Golden Bears. Ravenwood, 46, Franklin, 10. Chris Parson, 9 for 14, 141 passing yards, two touchdowns, had nine rushes. 134 yards and one touchdown for Coach Hester's Raptors. Hendersonville, 28 beats 10. Big win in the Battle of Drake Creek. Luke Manning, 9 for 13, 144 yards, three touchdowns. The defense, the commando defense held beats to 132 total yards of offense. Very impressive. Lebanon, 21. Cookville, 14. Jalen Abston, 7 for 13, 146 yards and one touchdown for the Blue Dells. Endsworth gets a huge road, road win in Memphis, 45 to 19 over Christian Brothers. Levi Moore, 18 for 34 from the air, 222 yards, three touchdowns. He also had one rushing touchdown. Smyrna, 24, Hillsborough, seven. Arianne Carter, 24 rushes, 97 yards, three touchdowns for the Bulldogs. Cascade, 16, Mount Pleasant, 14. The champions are 3-0 for the first time since 2013. Ryan Inman, 18 rushes, 121 yards, 77 passing yards, one touchdown. And on defense, he had 10 tackles and two sacks. Pretty cool seeing a starting quarterback with 10 tackles and two sacks on defense. Marshall County, 42, Creekwood, zero. Devontae Davis, eight for 10 from the air, 170 yards, two touchdowns. He also had a rushing touchdown, one interception on defense for the Tigers. East Nashville, 41, Stratford, 33, in a big rival game, in a a really, really uh, well-contested game, came down to the end. A Marion Ford, 16 rushes, 181 yards, and three touchdowns for East Nashville. Independence gets on the winning side of the column. Two tough losses in the first two weeks. Not last night. Thirty-five to zero victory over Centennial River. Katina six receptions, one hundred thirty-seven yards, two touchdowns for a twenty-eight yarder and a fifty-yarder for Coach Blades' Eagles. Rockville three and O. The Rockets are three and Fourteen to seven victory over Siegel. The Rockville D held the Siegel Stars offense to one hundred thirty-six yards of total offense. Nolensville fifty-three Lincoln County six. The Knights get their first win of the season. Samson Johnson, ten rushes, 118 yards, three touchdowns, six catches, 114 yards, one touchdown. Fairview, 41. Stewart County, 27. Big win for the Yellow Jackets last night. Laden Grant, 13 rushes, 140, 104 yards, and three touchdowns. We will talk to Coach Hughes a little bit later in the hour. Upperman, 41. Cumberland County, seven. Ty Duchess, 116. Passing yards, one touchdown, 78 rushing yards, two touchdowns for the bees. DCA, Donaldson Christian Academy, 35, Friendship, 10. Ashton Jones, 29 rushes, 156 yards, three touchdowns. Gallatin, 54, West Creek, 12. James Bubba Carter, 75 rushing yards with three touchdowns for the Green Wave. Overton, 21, Dixon County, 7. Alani Majors, eight receptions, 119 receiving yards, one touchdown for Coach Broom's Bobcats. Watertown gets a big six to zero victory over Westmoreland. Stat of the night, shutout for the defense and the Purple Tigers. Moore County falls to Eagleville, seven to eight. The Eagles get the win behind Marcus Collins, 18 carries, 72 yards, was eight for nine for 31 passing yards. Coach Floyd Walker. Uh, co- coach, coach coach, Chris White uh, from Moore County and college. Always cool to see those two get together. Trialsdale County, 22, East Robertson, zero. Bryson Claiborne, 11 rushes, 66 yards, and three touchdowns for Trialsdale County. Page, 47, Spring Hill, six. Jake McNamara returns to action, 148 passing yards, three touchdowns. He had 40 rushing yards. One touchdown for the Patriots. They are three and O. Kane Ridge gets a big win Thursday night, fifty-four to nineteen over McGavick. Siobhan Abdullah, twelve for fifteen passing, one hundred and ninety-six yards, four touchdowns. Monterey is three and Twenty to six victory over York, twenty to six. Mason Bowman, twenty-five rushes, two hundred and twenty-five yards, two touchdowns. And lastly, greenhill twenty-five. 25- Wilson Central, 15, big win for Green Hill last night in-county game. Antoine Shannon, 13 tackles, four tackles for a loss, one fumble recovery for a TD. So full night last night, a lot of big performances um, made all over the mid-state, always excited to see those young people get out to do it. And again, great crowds, great crowds. So excited to see everybody out there and supporting these young people, especially after last year. Uh, if you think it doesn't matter, I promise you it does. Um, to see those stands full, they work hard and the cheerleaders work hard and see it, see those stands fill means a really big deal to them. Top games for week four. We got a lot of great ones next week. CPA hosts Montgomery Bell Academy. Coach Ingle Martin's Lions versus the Montgomery Bell Academy, Big Red, Coach Paul Uverard coming over. That game uh, will be a very big one. Tullahoma hosts Marshall County. Tullahoma had the off date this week. Marshall County really, really playing well. Region game uh, definitely going to be for the upper hand in that region uh, to finish first place. Ravenwood hosts Life Christian Academy of Virginia. Life Christian's got three of the top 100. Uh, recruits on or 150 recruits on one of the services. So Ravenwood looks like they're starting to come and form a little bit. There's going to be another tough contest over off Wilson Pike Lipscomb host Pulaski Academy of Arkansas. Many of you know about them. Uh, played Ravenwood the last couple of years. They're the team that never, uh, never punts onside kicks every time goes for two. So that will be a very exciting coach. Kevin Kelly, no longer there. Exciting to see. Uh, what they look like. They will be coming to Lipscomb. Upperman at Fayetteville. Very excited about that one. And then, not a mid-state game, but you always have to talk about this. Maryville at Alcoa. That's week four as well. All right, that's the news brought to you by the Diner Nashville. We'll be right back with Coach Will Kreisky, Riverdale Warrior Football, right here on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 Design. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. Terminex wants to remind you that termite damage can cost thousands of dollars to your home. Why take that chance when you can be protected before damage can even happen? And you can do that for about a dollar a day. You can have their ongoing treatment for termites for a dollar a day while you're there. Add the pest control for about a dollar a day and college football starting. You should have already done it. But if you want to start that mosquito control service, you can do that for about a dollar a day. All you got to do is call 877-TERMINEX. If you can hear this show, you're in the service area of the Cool Springs office. Robert Boyer and the crew, I'm next to him. I know them. Attention to detail. They're number one deal. You can tell by the way they park their cars, the way they're going to treat your house. Big supporters of high school athletics in the midstate. So call 877-TERMINEX. Not in my house. We got Coach Will Kreisky, Riverdale Warrior football on the line. Coach K, good morning. What's going on, Tay? Good morning. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Big night last night for the Warriors, forty-nine to eighteen victory over the Blackman Blaze. Really played well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was uh, really proud of our defense. You know, I thought they played really well last night. You know, we challenged them all week at practice. We knew, uh, you know, Blackman with their up-tempo offense, and and you know, we knew that they would be able to put some points on the board. But we, we, you know, we talked about, you know. Ben don't break, but, you know, I was really proud of our guys, you know, really focusing on the game plan and then creating those turnovers. You know, anytime you have six picks in a game, you know, your guys really bought into your game plan and, And, and you know, we were able to, you know, three of them, three pick sixes. So, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's a really good night for your
0: defensive staff. No doubt about it. And, uh, uh, six picks. What were the other two? Fumble recoveries? Eight turnovers total.
1: Yes, yes. Well, yeah, we They muffed the punt. We recovered it. And then, then the other one was uh, Elijah Herring stripped. Uh, tight, the tight end caught the ball, and he just pretty much took the ball out of his hand uh, from him and took off running. So, you know, Elijah Herring's playing really exceptionally well for us. Uh, him and Alex Mitchell, or they set the tone on defense, and them other guys get, rally around him and get going.
0: Yeah, uh, those that know uh, you're a de- you're the head coach have been for a while now, but you're really a defensive guy by trade, a defensive back coach by trade. So six interceptions, man. I, I you know, <laughs> you love a win any way you can get it. But that you you must have had an extra big grin on your face last night. Hey, talk about Alex Mitchell. Uh, you, you you off off you know air talk about him a lot and and what a special player he is. I mean this guy, uh, you know, I think the number one thing about him is he's always around the ball. Two pick sixes last night for uh, touchdowns. Uh, that's the third on the season and, and and hear hear me when I say this. Georgetown, anybody knows anything about Georgetown? That is high level football. N- nothing, you know, no shame in in Georgetown. But my gosh, no. man. This guy's got to yeah, be turning some heads.
1: Yeah, he is. He's playing exceptionally well. You know, he, he had a great off offseason. Um, he's a football player. He loves the game of football. Um, he loves the weight room. And he plays, he plays exceptionally well Friday nights. He does a great job. Uh, he's always running the football. Uh, he's either leading us in tackles, like you said. He's already – I mean, he's had three pick-sixes this year. You know, and uh, I think he, you know, him and there's a lot of guys that can be, you know, classified as underrated. Uh, but you know, I think you know a lot of a lot of a lot of schools are missing out on him. I wish you know some some more some more guys around this area would, would, would give a better look at him and, and really see what he could bring value to their team. But no matter what what he chooses to do, he's going to be successful because that's just the type of
0: kid he is. Yep, no doubt about it. And uh, I don't know him, but it's obvious he's a winner, and I think that goes. I think that goes um, underappreciated sometimes when, when, with the college recruiters, don't you?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, they always, you know, they want the, the flashing 40s and, and the, the you know, they want the look test and everything. And, and like does. He, he looks good, you know, and, 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 and I don't know, you know, what his total knock is and, and why some of them not giving him a chance, but, but he's a football player and whatever program he ends up at, he, I promise you he's going to make them happy.
0: Coach talk about you you're talking about the defense and bend don't break uh, when the breaks come your way and take advantage of them right and and boy you all did that but Blackman new 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 offense new head coach with coach Tigard and and, and uh, due to the covid uh, when they had last year you really only had one game of tape on them so how did you all go about preparing during the week
1: uh you know we did have we had a game and a couple of scrimmages from them so you know um I was fortunate enough Centennial scrimmaged them, and uh, you know got some information uh, from the Centennial staff and when they scrimmaged them, um, and, and got you know was able to uh, to break them down a little bit more. Uh, what what hurt us this week though is all the rain we got, and, and you know we had two days. I I, I hate going inside, and, and it was there was no option but to go inside Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday we got to go outside, and it, it was a real long Wednesday. Um, and we really stressed our kids on Wednesday and created a lot of conflict for them at practice so they would be able to handle um, that high pace, fast offense that Coach Tygaard and Blackman's offense does. And, you know, I, I think us going outside of Wednesday really helped us and showed, you know, um, how we were able to have some success uh, last night.
0: Coach, let's go to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Jamison uh back as the starting quarterback again this year, uh, really, really steady game. Um, didn't, didn't have to throw for 300 yards last night for you all to win, 156 yards, uh, but he made the most of them with three touchdowns. He's really playing well.
1: Yeah, he's playing well. He's very consistent. He, he leads the offense, you know, just commands the offense. Those guys listen to him. Um, he does a really good job when, you know, things kind of go disarray of, of helping those guys keep their composure um, him and Jelani Lyles are two seniors that you know all those guys look up to, and then you know you got Marcus Lloyd back there with him, the running back who's just very consistent and, and runs the ball really hard. Um, so I thought all those guys played really well last night on offense.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Marcus, twenty-one carries, seventy yards, three touchdowns. He also had a touchdown receiving. Uh, since you've been there, man, I, I've really been impressed with with the way uh, you all have. Uh, Emphasized and, and really become a, a really good rushing team. Um, talk about that, man. What the, the running the ball? Why is that such a big part of y'all's offense? Uh, you know, that's that's something you
1: know that we always stress. You know, on the offensive side, you know, you, for for you to be able to win games in high school, you have to run the ball successfully. You know, we always we we got to change Coach, Kelly Hoke's mindset you know, coming out, you know, he wants to throw the ball all the time, and and now he he, he bought into running the ball, and he, you know, he, he sees that for you to be really good in high school uh, uh, football, you have to run the ball consistently well, and, and being able to do that, you know, Coach Seth White, offensive line coach, does a really good job up front, and, um, you know, he gets those guys ready to play, and, you know, he lost four of his offensive line uh, starters from last year, and, He's, he. I don't know. I don't think he started the same five guys from our scrimmages to week three. Um, so I, I'm really proud of what Coach White has done with those guys and getting those guys gelling and
0: working together and, and just how much they've improved each week. Well, Coach, when you hire a former quarterback to call the plays, uh, that's usually something you're going to run into. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. it wasn't very smart on my end, you know, but but you know he's he's bought into the high school game and, and understands what you know what needs to be done and and those guys uh, do really well together. You know Coach Pelchat and him, I think they they probably argue uh, you know forty five minutes an hour every Sunday on, on, on plays. But you know it's, uh, it's it's all out of fun and love because everybody's competitive, everybody wants to win. But you know the, the offensive staff does a really good job putting a game plan together each Sunday, and, and, and I'm really exceptionally proud of, of those guys. And, and, you know, losing so many starters from the offense and what they've done so far to be able to keep this offense, you know, moving the change and doing well. Yeah.
0: Well, 37 points, 35 points, 49 points, uh, whatever they're doing in that, uh, that, that arguing in that staff room is working right now. So
1: let them argue, brother. Yeah, we'll keep let them argue, keep working and, and keep moving forward. You know, we got a tough one coming up this week with Shevra and Coach Puckett and they do a good job, but. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of our guys and how they're working really hard and, and, and buying in and doing the right things, you know. Football, you know, right now with everything going on with COVID and, and all that, I really think this group you really loves football and loves to practice and just loves being around each other. So, you know, it's, when you have a group like that, it's kind of special and fun to be around.
0: In 6A football with the region schedule you already play and then the the non-region games that you get, there's just there's just not very many easy games Uh, But, again, last night, I'm guessing you were able to get some of your puppies in. You know, and that is so huge at developing depth, right, because they've got to play at some point. So, uh, third game in a row, I'm guessing you were able to get some of your young guys in and and get them some live game work.
1: Yeah, we were able to rotate some guys in late, and and it was good for them. And, and like you said, three weeks in a row for them to get reps and Friday night's really good. Um, It gets them that game-type experience, and they get to see the game speed. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's a value to them because you know they work. They work just as hard as everybody else, and they deserve that opportunity. So I'm proud of, for the offensive starters, defensive starters, do what they're supposed to, to to allow these guys to get their reps and, and get some, uh, you know, get some valuable minutes during the game to uh to be able to start getting better and understanding the game and understanding the flow. You know that really helps your program when those guys are getting reps on on Friday nights.
0: Good atmosphere last night.
1: Always great. It was an awesome atmosphere. You know, uh, I, I had to brag on both administrations. I thought they did a really good job. That place was packed house and fired up and everybody was ready to go. And I thought student sections, you know, were, both student sections were really amped up. And it was just a really good night for high school football.
0: All right, Coach, we we host Shelbyville next week. They're one and two, but don't 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 let that fool you. They've lost to what I think are really good football teams in Tullahoma and Marshall County. We got a win over Coffee County last night. What do we want to see next week in practice?
1: You know, we just gotta keep getting better, gotta be more consistent. Our receivers gotta do a better job of catching the football. Um and get lined up, you know, and we just gotta be more consistent and keep limited in the penalties, um, be smart, um, and just get better be better at tackling. You know, I thought at times last night we missed some tackles and we shouldn't have, and I know it was a long game, it's a three hour and forty minute game, but uh, you know, we gotta fight through that and, and good football teams are able to fight through that and and make tackles and make plays when, when their number's called.
0: How pumped up was my man, Braden, last night?
1: Oh, he was fired up. I, I was kind of upset with him at halftime. I was talking to the team, and he runs over there and gives me a hug and asks him what the score was. He was when he was down there <laughs> playing football with his buddies, he didn't even know what the score was at halftime. But, but after the game, he was really excited and fired up. And, you know, any time, you know,
0: the Warriors get a win, he knows it's going to be a pretty good weekend. There you go, brother. Hey, congratulations. Big win. Good luck next week. We'll be talking later on in the year, brother. I appreciate it, Pete. Thanks for having me over. Yes, sir. Coach Will Kreisky, Riverdale Warriors, 49-18 victory over the Blackman Blaze. They're 3-0, and playing really, really well. When you're in Nashville, you know where the huddle point is. When you're south of Nashville, Sportsman's Grill and Cool Springs is the huddle point. Get off Moore's Lane. Look for the log cabin with the Christmas lights you'll know you're in the right place. $6 daily happy hour specials, nachos, cheese, beans, queso, potato skins, and most importantly, the full menu is back. They brought the full menu back. No menu like it anywhere else. What does that mean? The ribs are back. Get you a couple of sides, red beans and rice, fries. Never disappoints. As for my man, Black Jack Brad, the Sportsman's Grill. We'll be right back. Coach Chris Hughes. Fairview Yellow Jacket football right here in High School Sports Saturday one zero four five design. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. Walker Chevrolet, Chevy Central, doing what they do best, and they've been doing it since nineteen twenty six. Selling Chevrolet trucks, SUVs, cars. Best inventory anywhere in the mid state. Award winning service department, but most importantly, they are the official sponsor of the Williamson County Sports Conference. And with that, we've got Chris Hughes. Fairview Yellow Jacket football. Coach Hughes, good morning. Morning, Jake. Congratulations, brother. 41 to 27 victory over Stewart County. Big win. First game on the brand new turf. How, how did what was the experience like, man? You you all had to you are a Fairview lifer, man. And to see that turf field on that on that field and how beautiful that facility is now. Had to have been really special for you
2: and especially with that big win. Yeah, I was talking to some of the old Fairview guys and, and just sitting and taking it in before the game and saying, Did you ever think we'd live long enough to see a turf field in Fairview? And uh, <laughs> and we all laughed and was like, No, we never like in the eighties we'd have never thought that was possible. So it's just really awesome to be part of Livington County to be able to, you know, have these kind of things for, for the kids and, and for the community and Man, we packed it out last night. I've got to really compliment there of you for coming out to the football game. It was a full-packed stand. Stewart County brought a good crowd. Great Friday night. Uh, we had some jitters, I guess. You know, a lot of – we were overly really excited to be playing at home finally <laughs> and uh, after two weeks in a row traveling to Page. So it was really sloppy, especially the first half. We had three turnovers, a block field goal for a touchdown, and, and, you know, we were down at halftime, and it was just that – you know, we had to settle down, and and uh, you know, we didn't want the night to be too big for us because it was so awesome to be playing at home on a new turf field.
0: Yeah, very cool, and and a big big win. You know, uh, I, this game got a lot of um, a lot of recognition on the on the from the media this week. Uh, big big game, everybody knows about last year, and um, they're a really good football team, and they got a really good. <laughs> Uh, quarterback and Will Page, the guy can, you know, he he can play on any level, and he's a guy who can beat you. So, uh, you know him very well. Um, you know, you're never going to completely take him out of the game, right? But the, but the defense played very, very well. And, and you know, when when you you're mentioning giving up uh, uh, turnovers for points, holding them to 27 points, that's 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 a pretty good outing.
2: Well, if you think about it, we all had a pick six uh, right before the half from about. 50 yards out and uh the block field goal was about 92 yards that they returned it um so you know those two big plays our defense played lights out coach king coach joey jackson they did a good job getting our defense ready and we we were trying to just you know eliminate 21 you know stewart has other good players 7 8 16 some other good guys but will will basically made every tackle on defense covered every pass and then he ran the ball and threw the ball so um, he is an old school player, like those guys that are, you know, your, your best player. Like if you were in a junior pro, you'd go, Oh man, they got that one player. They're going to beat us. And, and, uh, and he can do that. He can take the game over. So limiting him on defense was huge last night. And I felt like Kendrick Curtis and Leighton Grant, our front line and, and Jacob Clevenger, they flew around and, and we just tried to contain 21. We didn't stop him by any means, but we did contain him and kept, you know, two offensive touchdowns. It's pretty good. Now, Will did score one on defense, too, so we didn't stop him completely. But uh, but he's a really good player. And Stewart County's got a really good team. And they were missing some kids that were out sick, uh, which affected them. We have, you know, a few injured, too. So neither team was at full strength, uh, which I think also led to some of the sloppiness. You know, you got subs in that have a week to prepare.
0: Coach, here's what I love. <clears throat> you know, uh, well-documented uh, from your flag football fame, you like to be wide open on offense. You like to throw the ball. You like to be exciting. But you always you, – you you really are one of those guys, hey, we're going to do what our personnel dictates the best. This this team a little bit different. And, uh, you know, we're starting to come around in the passing game. But the running game, really, really coming into form. Layden Grant, 13 carries, 104 yards, three touchdowns. Crawford Claxton, second week in a row, big game. He had 18 carries, 112 yards, and a touchdown. So, the rushing attack really coming into form, and none of that happens without the offensive line making holes.
2: No, our quarterback, Kennedy, had 90, 96. We had almost had 300-yard rushes, and we had 376 yards rushing. We were mm-hmm. self-inflicting wounds. I mean, we moved the ball very well last night. And I'm going to tell you, our O-line with uh, Connor Sanders had a great game. It, it left tackle, Sam at center, and Ethan Hamilton, and uh, Chance and Luke West. We, our O-line – was firing off the ball and putting hats on hats. And it was, uh, there was not only some, I, there was a couple of times we ran counter and I was like, I think I could have run through that hole. I would at least <laughs> got five yards. And, uh, and Layden was going downhill. And, uh, we found some things that worked in our running game last night that I'm really excited about. You know, we're a big jet sweep team. And, uh, and we thought we were going to be able to jet pretty good on them. And we had some success, but, um, we ran between the tackles last night and, uh, and kind of, uh, took over the game that way, and uh, especially when it got tight and it was 27-27. And uh, I'm really proud of the O-line and those backs for the, and the whole hard O-line for putting that on that. It was really good. Even good blocking on the outside with a wide receiver.
0: Yeah. Uh, talk about your quarterback, Kennedy Pendergrass, first year as a starter, starting quarterback. Um, and, you know, you, you'd, you'd said before the week he's really settling in nicely into that quarterback role. Um, talk about what you're looking for out of him.
2: Well, you know, last night he just had to manage the game. He was a little off on throwing last night. Kennedy's got a great arm and he's got a lot of things. And, and uh, and I'm trying to put him in good situations. <clears throat> we had a couple bad reads and, and some things go, but Kennedy made it go and he's real calm and he's so coachable. I, I really like this team. All the kids can take criticism and they're like, yes, sir. And they're trying to get better and they don't, you don't have a lot of attitudes. It's just a really good character team. And Kennedy, basically the leader of that you know he he controls what's going on out there um the guys look up to him he's a natural leader he's the same way on the basketball court so you can kind of lean on kennedy and even when things were going bad last night kennedy was a lot more calm than me like he's i got it coach i got it i got it just we're gonna be okay like uh, you know i'm I'm upset <laughs> he, he tried to calm me down you know and uh, <laughs> and, uh um, I, I think kids like that you know they're hard to find and we have several of them this year which i hope you know will relate to some more wins down the last
0: yep and and let's not lose sight of the fact that region win last night so we're 1-0 in the region hey let's talk about my man jacob clevenger uh you want to talk about a tough man um you know a wrestler um fullback linebacker really wherever you want to put him, but uh, talk, talk about when you got a guy like that that gives the effort that he gives and plays as hard as he does. You know, it's not real hard to, to for the for the guys to see what it's supposed to look like. But um, you know, it, it's not always easy when your big brothers are, are, are standouts, right? But
2: he's dang sure he's right. for himself. Yeah, little, little brother's always looking up to the big brother, but Jacob's making a name for himself. In fact, uh, one of the things I like about Jacob is his competitiveness, his desire to win and to help whatever way he can. Uh, he's been nursing a leg injury, and we got, uh, we got he scored one touchdown in the first half short run. But in the second half, we had the ball and the lead. And I said, hey, can you go? And uh, he looked at me and goes, can I go? Yeah, give me the ball. And I was like, all right. So I, <laughs> I handed him the ball on a simple dive play. He took it quickly about 16 yards and punished one of the Stewart county dbs and uh that kid that we had to stop the game he had to come out of the game you know it was not hurt bad but the finish of that run tate if you could have seen it it kind of like said hey we're about to seal the deal right here like and and that's jacob's mentality like you know when we when the when the chips are down or when the game's on the line you know it's really good to have number 20 on your side
0: no doubt about it I saw him at uh, WCS Media Day, and I thought my favorite quote was, I said, hey, man, if y'all all all get in a room and have a wrestling match, who wins? He said, oh, me. Loved it. It was great. (laughs) He meant it, too.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's a 210, 220-pound kid that wrestles heavyweight. He's going to get 60 60 pounds. Yeah, and wins. Yeah, a lot. Uh, What's the big guy from Franklin? Super football player, too. Uh, uh, Fisher Anderson. Yes, he pinned him at Fairview, and it was a <laughs> great match. And it was like – and that and that guy's a beast. You know that guy. so No doubt. Uh, that just speaks to Jacob's heart and effort and fight.
0: Well, Coach, it was a great win. It was a great night. Uh, happy for your kids. And, and like you said, man, happy for your community. That's, a, that's still a community. That that turf field's a big, big deal. Now, I got a question for you. Uh, two games, two wins in a row, 1-0 in the region – we got Westview coming to town next week. Now, give us an early scouting report. Do they have anybody good on their team?
2: <laughs> you know their quarterback is uh, committed to Alabama and is a five-star recruit and uh, the son of the uh, head coach at UT, Martin Simpson. And uh, I've, I, had, I had people ask me last night if I could get his autograph for him when he comes. And I'm like, really? And I said, I can give you our quarterback's autograph. Uh, but uh, – <laughs> Um, you know, prepping for him is gonna be tough. Westview has a great team. They put, they've had some big wins and played a 31-29 game with a Trenton Peabody team who's in the state championship every year, it feels like. Uh so I expect this to be in a dogfight. And uh um I think he'll you know, they're used to playing on turf. They play at UT Martinsfield and uh Martin Westview's really good. But our tie to them, the reason we're playing these two games this two year contract is Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson is the D coordinator for U T Martin, he played there. But he played for me in middle school at Fairview. He played for Coach King in high school. And uh so Ben's coming home and and trying to whip up on his alma mater and I told him he better uh he better be nice. But we're probably gonna have some fun with Ben and uh and uh we'll see how good that defense can stop our offense. I know they're pretty good, but uh um it's good when uh old players who turned into coaches and they're having successful careers and they can come back and you know, we'll get ready for Simpson and and what he does, and then we'll give it our best shot. But like I said, it's a non-region game, and iron sharpens iron. So having hard competitive games like Page and and UT uh, and then uh, Martin Westview and Creekwood outside of our region is really helping us get ready for our region schedule.
0: I agree, hundred percent, buddy. Hey, I tell you what, um, there's a lot of people that I think are going to come to that game that don't have anything to do with. Fairview or <laughs> West. Hey, they want to Receipt see the Alabama play. guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, you you, and Dr. Jones might want to raise the ticket price to 10 or 12 or something well, like that. Hey,
2: it's an extra $2 charge for anybody wearing Alabama gear when it comes to the game. So, uh, <laughs>
0: there you go. Well, that's hey, man, our fundraiser for the week. <laughs> there you go. There's your fundraiser. Hey, congrats. Uh, that's a big win, man. Congrats to you kids. And uh, we'll be talking later on in the season, bro.
2: Yes, sir. Proud of my team. Go Jackets. Thanks, Tate.
0: See you, buddy. Coach Chris Hughes, Fairview Yellow Jackets. Again, 41-27 to victory over Stewart County last night. Gateway Tire Athletes of the Week, Claire Stagall, Nolensville, and Centennial's Josh Forsey. Stagall, a freshman, won the Voyles Classic in cross country. She placed first out of 300-plus runners with a time of 18 minutes 8.47 seconds second place was 24 seconds behind her congratulations Claire and Josh Forsey a senior for the Centennial Cougars rushed for 207 yards and four touchdowns on 21 carries in a 45 to zero victory over Lincoln County last week Gateway Tire the proud sponsors of the athletes of the week every week they're also the proud home of Yokohama Tires Anything automotive but body work, right in Heart of Cool Springs. Drop the car off. Let Garf and the boys do what they do. Go shopping. They'll call you. You can come back and pick it up. Big supporters of high school football in Middle Tennessee. Gateway Tire. We'll be right back with the villain, Tom Crager of the Tennessean, right here on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back to High School, high school Sports Saturday. It's that time of the hour, the villain zone, Tom Crager of the Tennessean, always brought to you by Warner's Athletic. Warner's Athletic Construction has been serving Middle Tennessee and the Southeast since 1998. Athletic field construction and renovation. They install natural and synthetic athletic field surfaces, ranging from the professional to the high school and the parks and recreation level. Head on out to the Webb School of Bellbuckle. Check out their Shaw Legion Pro Turf full organic infill system and the new track going around it, and you'll know exactly the kind of work they do. Warner's Athletic Construction. We got Tom Kreger of the Tennessean on the line. TK, good morning.
3: Good morning, Kate.
0: Big night last night, as always. Um, you and your crew at the Tennessean, great job with the coverage. We appreciate it so much, man. Let's talk about last night, week three in the books. What uh, what, what, are a couple of your big takeaways?
3: Well, well, first, you got to look at, I think, the episode of the night from Middle Tennessee might have been uh, down in uh, Memphis with Endsworth beating. Christian Brothers forty-five to nineteen, a big-time rebound game after a, a loss to Baylor. Uh, you know, Dallin hating the Ohio State commitment got two hundred twelve yards for Christian Brothers, but you know they were up. I mean, Answorth was up twenty-one to nothing before uh, Christian Brothers uh, scored. And Levi Moore, Big night, two hundred twenty-two yards passing, three touchdowns. Um, big night for for, uh, for, for uh, Coach uh, Coach Batman and the Tigers.
0: Boy, you're not kidding, man. That was a that was a huge one, especially after
3: uh, the Baylor
0: score last week. So, um, and Levi Moore, you mentioned him. He's really, really starting to play well. So, yes, that definitely, definitely um, opened some eyes last night. JP two twenty one to fourteen. That game's a a, a tough game, man. But um, I don't know what uh, luck of the Irish, whatever. I, I don't know, Coach Geisinger. Yeah. Uh, He's got that number, six straight Bishops' Cup win, and as always, Kenny Minchie, three touchdowns.
3: Yes, uh, scoreless game at halftime, really defensive game, I thought, for the first half. That was the game I was actually at. It was our game of the week, and it lived up to it. I mean, uh, you know, Matthew Derrick of Father Ryan threw for for almost 250 yards, a couple touchdowns. Uh, in the loss, had a big 80-yard uh, touchdown pass to to answer their first score. Kenny Minchie, uh, kind of a quiet first half. Second half, he kind of really got out on target. Uh, that was a game where uh, Clark Lee kind of swooped in on the helicopter and landed and watched par- a good part of the second half. Uh, Minchie was one of those kids he, he was he was looking at with a couple other ones, Drake Carlson at Father Ryan and a couple younger kids. Uh, Kenny Minchie, uh, 100 and about, about 140, 150 yards passing, two touchdowns, and he, and he also scored ran ran one in from a yard out. So big game for them. Six straight regular season win for the Bishops Cup. And, and you know, and there's been so many of those close ones too. I mean that this is this is a really great rivalry. Uh even if they've won six straight there's just they've a lot of them have come right down to the wire.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, uh Nolansville, they get on the winning side last night. Big win last night over Lincoln County. Uh Kobe Walton Man, he is just on fire! Over a
3: thousand passing
0: yards in three games for the season.
3: Yeah, and he's—I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'm gonna play ignorance. I didn't—I never heard, really, didn't know this kid at all uh, going into the season. And I think he threw some l- last year, but he—he was 18 of 26 uh, passing for 326 yards with three touchdowns and an, and an interception. He has 1,033 yards through three games. <laughs> And this is a team that's got Samson Johnson that can run the ball really well. He had 118 yards uh, rushing last week and, or this this last night with three touchdowns. So it's not like they're just throwing the football all the time. They've got a really good running back as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, Samson's going to leave high
0: school with over 100-plus touchdowns, which is, you know, I don't care. I don't care where you're playing, who you're playing. That's a big, big deal. But yeah, I tell you, Coach Derek knew it. He, he, he said uh, this this quarterback's going to be special in Colby, and so over. Hey, he's on pace to to get to if they have playoffs to to, to push four thousand
3: yards. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, you know when we talked before the season, who was going to be the leading passer in the uh, uh, in the mid state? I don't think we have, no one talked about this kid. So this is this is a great start for him, no doubt. Uh, Summit. They get a
0: nice win against Brentwood. Looks like Brentwood, <laughs> Brentwood, man, what a tough schedule. They're sitting here 0-3, but but it, it, it looks like they 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 played better last night, and and, and um, mm-hmm. you know Summit just keeps emerging. But Destin Wade, three more touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. Everybody knows about him. But Keaton, three fumble recoveries last night. His twin brother
3: Keaton. Yeah, and he also had like 62 yards rushing and a touchdown on five carries. But uh, yeah, great, uh, great game for Summit. I believe that's their first region, uh, first region win there in the new seven six day. First win over Brentwood uh, in school history. And uh, e- you know, each week you think right, Brentwood's getting a little closer, but uh, that zero three start, no one really thought they would see. But you know, they've had a tough, tough schedule to start with. But uh, Summit, uh, you know, they look like you know. A t- to be honest with you, I-, I hate to look ahead, but I'm you kind of starting to look at look up that Summit Ravenwood. Um, Date and circle it because that's going to be a heck of a game there. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, Destin Wade does a lot with his, with his, uh, uh, with his legs. I'm still kind of waiting now. Two games they've played two. They've won one game with COVID. Um, I'm still waiting to see him kind of per- open up the passing game and show off the arm and stuff because that's what we're kind of waiting to see this year. But, uh, great game for Destin Wade. 142 yards rushing there, three touchdowns. Um, great, uh, great performance by Summit.
0: Yeah, well, haven't had to open up the passing game. Nobody can tackle him. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, uh, and you mentioned that Ravenwood game. That one's going to be uh, at home, so uh, you want to talk about a packed house. That's going to be a fun one, too. Hey, uh, in your previous life, you were the the beat writer or the the, the sports um, writer for Rutherford County Riverdale last night. Forces eight turnovers. Six of them interceptions. Alex Mitchell, two return for a touchdown.
3: Love this kid. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Tate. I don't think I've ever heard of a game with eight turnovers. That that's astounding. The defense that Will Kreisky's got going on at at Riverdale there to win that game forty nine to eighteen. And you know that was a game with a lot of a couple college coaches there as well. You know, watching those kids and like you said, Alex Mitchell uh, second second big week with uh, some with some big big. Um, defensive plays but also maybe a little partial you know i got, got a son there uh, playing some freshman ball but what about rockville three and O, fourteen seven 14-7 win over Siegel. i mean yeah. that's uh rick rice is, uh, turning some heads right now
0: no doubt well i was going to ask you that i was going to put you on the spot of all the three and oh teams right now uh who, who do you think is your biggest surprise right now or biggest surprise is
3: yeah, I think that would be one of them for sure. I mean, hey, I'd have to go look at all three and those. but, uh, I mean, the three and O, of course. I mean, with an asterisk, I mean, they had a, they got that, the COVID win over Smyrna, and that would have been a really tough game. But, hey, Rick Rice got them going pretty, I mean, I think it was their first region win, I think, last night. And, uh, you know, let's be honest, they win one more region game. They should be in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, uh, definitely not, uh, not, not uh, counting the playoffs just yet, but, uh, playing really good, uh, football, this is a Siegel team that was two and oh. so, uh, uh, you know, they held held Siegel to like 136 yards, uh, uh total offense. So, uh, it's, it's a big win for, uh, for, for Rockville and uh, a program that has been kind of struggled at first cause you know, first year, you know, you always take your lumps and the second year you, you battle through, through a COVID year in your second year. So it's uh, good to see them doing, doing, uh, doing well.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, another game that, um... The score uh, surprised me. I knew it was going to be a good game and, and, and thought either one of them could win. Hendersonville with the 28-10 the to 10 victory over Beats last night. I think that's a statement win for Hendersonville. You, you know, talked about it last night. I lost to Oakland. It's really hard to get anything out of that. They go out and defeat South Warren and Kentucky. Well, we don't see them. We don't really know what they're about. I thought that was a really, really big win, maybe the biggest win last night.
3: Yeah, that was the game. Uh, you know, uh, Joe Spears, our other high school writer, was uh, we were talking about that. That was kind of the game we were kind of surprised with because we thought Beach was a uh, uh, top team in the um, uh, in the air, one of the top teams in the area, and, and they and they're still really good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, that was a surprise there. Ellis Ellis put on a show. Uh, said before, said again, best name of high school football. Ellis Ellis from Ellis Middle School. Uh, great game there. Uh, the, the Manning, uh, their, their their quarterback had, a, had a, I think it's Luke Manning had a great. Uh, Performance throwing the football, too, and a uh, uh, good, good win for Coach Beasley. Hey, had Coach Hughes on right before
0: you. Uh, they Big win for them last night. They've got uh, Martin Westview coming to town, and Ty Simpson, Alabama commit, five-star quarterback. Uh, I think there's a lot of people going to that game next week. That's got to be the first five-star that's ever played on that field. you agree?
3: I would have to agree there. I think he had five touchdown passes last week. So hopefully Coach Hughes isn't, isn't, listening right now. He might, he might start getting a little nervous, but, uh, uh, Ty Simpson's playing great. There's a good chance, uh, I may, I may actually make a road trip and go east. Uh, if not, I will be at that game. May, slight chance I may go up to Mariville, Alcoa next week. We'll see. But uh, if not, I am at, uh, I'm at Fairview lot next week.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be a big crowd. Uh, Snappy's Pizza is the go-to in Fairview if that's where you go, Craig.
3: I was hoping you would, you he would help me out there because I've never been to a game uh, in Fairview. Uh, I, I kind of hope I get a chance to go there. And uh, um, you know, I've been by it off eight forty. I've been out by that exit. I was wondering, you know, you know Coach Hughes, he's got the uh, he's got the new turf down now, and. Uh, uh, he's, he's got that place rocking right now. It's a big win la- this last night against Stewart County, kind of a revenge game for them. Yep.
0: Hey, brother, as always, you did not disappoint. Week three, it's, it's hard to believe we're already here. Uh, I love what's going on. I hope we can, you know, not have to cancel so many games, but the ones that have been played, it's been great. Appreciate you, my friend. Yeah. Have a great weekend, great Labor Day. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Tate. Tom Crager of the Tennessee and – Follow them on Twitter, at Crager, at uh, the Tennessean. Uh, They do great, great work. Great, great work covering our high school athletes. That's it for today. Thanks to Coach Kreisky, Coach Hughes, Tom Crager. Up next, Forklift Systems Football Saturday with the coach. Go Vols. Go Colonels.